Yo, what's up? What's going on? You ready? Yeah, let's do this, man. It's funny. Right before you uh, sent the link, then started talking about the uh, <laughs> what happened with Luke. I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> what happened with Luke? In uh, Civil War. With Luke Cage? Yeah, getting his door kicked in. Oh, <laughs> okay. That must not anyway. be in the main comic, comic line. But anyway, yeah. No, it so, is. Remember, he got... Remember, he was just uh, sitting at sitting at his door, just sitting in his sitting in his uh, chair, eh. and they and they was coming to uh, they were coming to, to 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 bring him in. He was like, "I'm not doing anything. I'm just sitting in my door." But they they bust in the door and they and they brought him in anyway. Luke Cage. Yeah, you don't remember been- that. That was a Dude, big issue. That was the second issue. I just like I said, I had to see that one. Because I thought Cage was over there sitting down talking to Wasp. I don't remember no, Cage that, ever getting that, jailed. He got brought in the second issue. You have to look it up. Anyway, yeah, you gonna you make as more stuff for you to edit. I edited Jack. <laughs> Man, what? <laughs> Count it down. Three, two. What's going on, versus so community? Talk for two minutes. <laughs> huh? But I don't know, man. Oh, yeah. it, it gets me focused. <laughs> right, three, two. What's going on, versus community? It's your boy Cell, along with my co-host. It's Ron. Okay, so. This uh, yesterday, this past Wednesday, got some new spoilers for the uh, first preview. The Thunderbolts was was pretty, pretty, pretty good, pretty good. So let's kick it off. They started off with a plot twist: Superhuman Registration Act. Obviously, everything in Thunderbolts is pro registration. Uh, it is one of a kind and main phase. Choose an enemy supporting character with a superpower. Put it into its owner's hand, which is obviously the uh, yin to yang for the um, nightmare scenario, which is also one of a kind. So, thoughts on superhero registration act, the superhuman registration act? I don't think it's that complicated. Uh, is, is it as good as the its uh, counterpart? Probably not, but this can win you a game. If oh, I'm playing, sure. if I'm playing in a, an aggro build, this can this can be the card that gets me the last one that I wouldn't yeah. be able to get. If yeah. I'm playing a, even if I'm playing like an alt win build, this could be the card that delays the turn me one more turn so I can get my my combo. So I mean, it isn't something that necessarily has to be done late game. It could just be done at a crucial moment of the game. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's a it's a good card. Yeah, no, definitely. Any type of board control usually is going to be pretty solid. So I can't even uh, can't even hate on this one. Yeah, because uh, what does nightmare scenario say? You go in the deck to go get somebody. Is that what it says? Right. For, right. right. Okay, but it's t- it's stamped anti registration. Uh, right. Yeah, nightmare scenario. 
is, oh, interesting, build phase. Search your deck for a supporting character with a superpower, reveal it, and put it into your hand. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So being registration act, main phase, choose an enemy supporting character with a superpower, put it into its owner's hand. Hmm. Ooh, that, oh, okay, since that's main phase, you can, oh, it's enemy supporting. Okay, all right. Huh, interesting. That is interesting. Yeah, I, I see this teaming up with, you know, cards that need plot twists to be uh, leveled up. Folks that can, you know, loop stuff around. I wonder with all this uh, spellcaster and some of this card drawing stuff, if Loki is going to get more play. So it'd be interesting to see what people come up with. So moving on to our next card, Tranquilizer Gun. Equipment, zero cost. Keywords, we're trying to save lives. Equipped character has range. When it makes a ranged attack against an enemy character who has a superpower, you may daze that character. Thoughts on Tranquilizer Gun? Um, situationally very good. The opponent's running superpowers and daze them. And you get range. It yep. might be worth it just to get somebody range that doesn't have it. Yep. I was thinking the same thing. Think about all the characters that you want to have range, but they melee. And this is free. This is free to give out range. So that's huge. Because usually if you're giving out range, it's going to cost you. You know, at least one recruit point. Do we have anybody giving out range? Any any equipment giving out range for free? Mm, you know what I'm saying? The, the special web purchases do, but that's so limited in use. Right, right, right. So, like I said, uh, this way more broad in scope. Like I said, you just need to have an anti-registration uh, character, a uh, pro-registration character out. You know, so like I said, uh, pictures super bogus <laughs> with, <laughs> with the teleporters getting getting done up. <laughs> so, but no, I, I definitely like this, especially if you got somebody that's on yellow. You can always go search for this because people be like, well, let me go ahead and put this tranquilizer. I mean, put this equipment on my main character. Okay, you can put it on your main character. Your main character most likely got superpowers, so now you got you gonna have them vulnerable. So it forces your opponent to uh, do something differently, just because you got access to this. So like I said uh, it's definitely interesting to see. I think there are a lot of main characters that this would be useful for, mm-hmm. where because they need to be in the front, or because they they are. Uh, characters that don't have range you might tend to leave them in the front even though you might not want them to be there for for Mm. whatever the goal is right Uh, nothing comes in my head off top but I'm just saying (laughs) well no people like you said folks that's got equipments that's going to be the main thing right there people that's got equipments where it's like hey I'm sitting over here with this equipment on. I'm in the front row, and it's like, let me equip this tranquilizer gun and phase that right off. You know? So, like I said, uh, the ease of use is is a really, really big thing to me. Because now it's not like... It's, it's worth it to put some in the deck. You might not be playing 40s, but it's worth it to put it in the deck. And if you are playing 40s, 
you might also be playing extinguish you might also be playing and stay down so you can have these weak people you use daze these folks and then you hit them you know while they down so like i said it is some combo stuff up in there that can keep a board clear real easy you know so you know look look out for this one it'd be like i said i, I want to see how people team this up because we got some solid mcs that's for uh pro registration that don't want to be uh mono so it, it it's, it's gonna be a big deal having tranquilizer gun so our first mc new mc for uh pro registration miss marvel level one flight range three three superpower energy discharge build phase blue put three one one counters on miss marvel she can only pay for this power with a blue from in a location that appeared on your side this turn interesting she also has Energy Manipulator, level 5, uh, 5 uh, XP. When a location with a blue symbol appears on any side or a character on any side uses a blue superpower, Miss Marvel gains 1 XP. You want me to read level 2 or you just want to talk about level 1 first? You can keep reading. All right. Level 2, flight range 666 health, superpower improved energy discharge, build phase blue, Put six one one counters on Miss Marvel. She can only pay for this power with a blue from a location that appeared on your side this turn. Thoughts about Miss Marvel? I like her. Miss Marvel, a beast. I like her. Um, granted, um, the, well, let's just start with level one. The three three is pretty bad. <laughs> it's, it's it's not great, but mm-hmm. her ability to make herself six six is great. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we have a similar we have similar characters like that with with Human Torch, for example. It's just that he's two and five instead. Right. Um, one thing that's her her level up condition is actually pretty good. So. Your opponent is going to have to make a decision between, uh, like, he has a wild, okay, do I roll this wild if I don't have any other location? Or do I put something in my roll that I don't want to put in my roll just because I don't want to give her XP? Uh, do I have a key blue power on one that I really normally would want to use, but I don't want to use it just because I don't want to give her two XP right away? Like, your right. opponent could literally... Your opponent can actually level you up on turn one mm-hmm. just by something what they do, which would be bananas for her, because then she could right. be off to the race. Right. Um, right. As far as her is concerned, it's any location with a blue. Yep. So any wild, you yep. put any wild in your deck that has a blue on it, it doesn't even have to be her own. So she'll level up quickly as long as you make the deck correct and you mulligan correct. She'll level up. That won't be an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, I think um, what some what might deter some is the fact that she's counter based, and there are so many ways to get rid of counters. But my response to that is one: she has range, so you can protect, her, mm-hmm. um, which is actually pretty big because now you can stick blockers in front of her, and even like the even uh, the tranquilizer darts, it's hard to get to her because she's got range. Right. So if you, if you block her, and it's difficult to get to her, it's not just that simple. 
Um, secondly, being counter based hasn't stopped characters like Human Torch and Rogue from being successful. Okay, she has right. six health. <laughs> she has six health. One blue on turn. On, I mean, on level two, which you will probably get to quickly. We put her at twelve to twelve. So it's not as simple as they just get the counters off of. Her. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's um she can be a problem. She can mm-hmm. run you over if you don't uh you know prepare for. I like her. She's definitely worth checking out. So, what her level up, what her level up condition is telling me is, I'm gonna build a deck because about twelve to sixteen locations. Four of them are gonna be blue. The other twelve are gonna be wild. And I'm gonna try to level this this up as quick as possible because it says when a location appears on any side. Okay, so I might have Mirage in there. You know what I'm saying? Doing her thing to give me three XP. Then keep in mind, too, you can play characters that appear and get yourself XP in addition to the playing the wild that turn. So I play the trophy room. Wait, is trophy room the wild for predators? Yep. Okay. See, that's how good stuff is. I ain't even played with Predators in a long time. That's saying something. Because Predators are still bangers. So, you could play a trophy room, put it in a resource row, flip it, bring out Mr. Black, boom, that's 2 XP that turn. You know what I'm saying? I could put a school for Xavier in the resource row. When my opponent comes to attack me because I'm 3-3, I play Shadowcat. Boom. I got XP that turn, and I got XP on my opponent's turn. Then it's my turn. Then I can play another another location. You know what I mean? So getting her leveled up isn't going to be a problem. Then you got got stuff where it says, okay, I got, it's got to be from a location that appeared on your side this turn. Well, if I got plenty of wilds, I'm not necessarily worried about that. You know what I mean? Yep. Because if I got plenty of wilds, then... Uh, I'm going to be playing other people's wilds and not, not the ones that's going to give her ex, not the ones that's going to give her counters. I'm going to manipulate that to my advantage when it's good for me, you know, but even if, you know, I'm sitting there putting down a prison 42 for her wild and then I flip it, that's two XP. Yeah. So level up is not an issue. Nah, not even. So, and then you're telling me every single time I flip when she goes to level two, every single time I get six counters. How's this a bad plan? Yeah, you may have stuff that can get rid of counters, but can you get rid of it faster than I can give you a wound? Uh, you getting rid of counters and me giving somebody a wound is <laughs> two different things. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I got there's plenty of stuff out there, but are you going to put it all in your deck? You You're gonna she, get rid of those counters every turn. Every turn. When I'm, when I'm huge on turn two. Right. Now, now you playing. You're gonna be playing Black Cat. Now you're gonna be playing Calypso. Neither one of them fly, and that's gonna be after I gave you a wound. So all the stuff that people talking about that's gonna be able to get rid of counters is after. After you've taken the wound, can you keep these counters off of me before I I can wound you? That's the catch. You know what I'm saying? 
And then because she flies, you can always flip the script and put her in the front. And then keep the counters on her and have people bucking shots from the back row, just like you got tranquilizer darts. So now you got folks that can get counters off of her. Okay. But I can always got tranquilizer darts on team. And I could just swing into you and just daze the people that you, you know, you got Terax. Okay, I'm a daze Terax. Get him out the way. I'm going to flip this blue and, and I'm going to still hit you with the, you know, with the 12 12, you know, so hit you, hit you with the 12 gauge. I think now, we should move on. I don't, I don't, I'm like, I don't see no problems here. You know, I'm with Bert on this one. Like this, this whole, they, they brought the heat, you know. I listened to everybody's podcast. I was able to get Bert's in on the break. So, Black Hurricane. <laughs> so we we moving on to next MC Helmet Zemo. Level one range two five five health, superpower fill the ranks. Build phase green. Put a supporting character with a cost one from your hand onto your side. XP condition rank and file five XP. Put a supporting character with cost one appears on your side. Helmet Zemo. Helmet Zemo gains one XP. And moving on to level two, he goes up to six. Uh, he goes up to range still six, seven, five health superpower. And he still has to fill the rank superpower stolen moonstones main phase blue enemy front row supporting characters. Don't protect characters this turn. No way, man. man. Getting a lot of uh, getting a lot of MCs with green superpower. It's like they're trying to force us to use Victoria Ann. Man, but that's another whole. That's a whole another thing. Just uh, this. This is also this level of also isn't an issue. Not an issue at all. Um, I don't even know if you got to stack your deck to make this work. I don't think you do. And once you level, that blue power is ridiculous. Nobody in the front row is protecting characters. That's crazy. That's like giving everybody sniper. It's insane. Yeah. For one blue. As long as you as long as you can as long as you have one character that can hit the MC. It doesn't matter what they have. It doesn't matter at all. At all. This is this is crazy, dude. That that ability is is leaning towards broken. Because it seems like, like for example, it's like, okay, well, you stack in your deck to put these one drops in, but then your one drops won't be strong enough when you flip stolen moonstones. Chuck is. It is plenty of one drops that yeah, can that can that can put some make, put some pain, put on some pain on folks. No folks, yeah. not to mention, not to mention that Zemo is no slouch at six and seven. He's no slouch. Not to mention. You got characters that can boost other characters. So you also have equipment. Mm -hmm. Zemo can play Chuck on turn one, flip the wild, play multiple man, then multiple man goes and gets another multiple man, and he got three XP already. On turn one. You got the blues. So, again, you can always sit back and stop combats with Kitty Pride and give yourself another 1 XP. 
you you got Iceman. It's some strong one drops. It's some strong one drops in this game. Solo. So, Bison Man, this is fill the ranks alone is a problem. Stolen Moonstones makes it even worse because now you're telling me match can swing into anybody. And that's just scratching the surface, to be, to be honest with you. Yep. It, it gets even deeper once you start adding in swarm possibilities, mm-hmm. uh, Legion characters. You can do something with Sentinels. You could probably, actually, you could probably do something with, with, um, the new Daredevil and uh, alien characters. Yep. You can, <clears throat> you, it's a lot you can do here. It is a lot you can do here. But, yeah, this is this is pretty rough, man. This is rough. I, I don't know if folks paying attention, but I remember back it was, it was some point in the game where it was like five health characters can't get the job done. I don't know about that no more. Keep you gotta, in mind. You gotta be five health. He cannot be six health. This dude is a good guy. So that means you can still put uh, in the right deck. You can still put um, in good hands in the deck. You know what I mean? And if you want to mix it up, then you can always still put um, Medikit in the deck. And like I said, you got blues. Him and uh, Miss Marvel got blue. So it's like, okay, you can play Kitty Pride, play, play uh, Shopcat, keep folks off them. It's it's not hard to keep this dude face seven seven for defense. It ain't gonna be hard to keep this dude face up. Later in the game might be a problem. Oh wait, I played Superhuman Registration it, Act. It, it bounces on how you back build to your hand. Right, it right. Depends on how you build it because you, if you if you plant a bunch of sentinels, they got to get past those sentinels. Yup. Yup. Mm. I like. And he putting them out so fast. We exactly. haven't even talked about it. You got Ultron on the field, and you running a bunch of Legion characters. Right now, you now you drawing car, cards as you. You're not even talking about the machine combo. So I mean, it's man. You look. playing Ultron, and he's putting stuff out here, and you playing uh, fifty states. Yo, you gonna have 10, 15 cards in your hand pretty easy. You know what I'm saying? So there's a lot you can do here. Yeah, I like I like Zemo. Definitely like Zemo. So let's move on to support character. We got Green Goblin. Three costs, flight, four, three, two health, goblin formula. Main phase, green, heal a wound from Green Goblin and put a 1-1 counter on him. Thoughts on Green Goblin? I don't know, man. I feel weird about this character. I don't know. It's like, okay. So he has two health. That's a plus. Um, like, like I can see like Iron Man liking him just because he can stay around a little bit longer and help protect people to make sure that when you add counters, you can make Iron Man bigger. Um, that's good, I guess, in a, in a, on a team that wants to keep the, keep the board. Because that's a part of their theme is having more characters than your opponent. Um, plus, he can, as long as you got greens, you can basically keep him around as long as you want to, unless he gets lethal. Yep. So I mean, he's definitely not bad. 
but I'm not looking at him like, ooh, I can't wait to play him. You know, it's like it's a card, if that mm-hmm. makes any sense. <clears throat> well, so um, my thing is he has pro registration. Him having pro registration and having sticking power because he can heal himself makes it a lot easier for you to play the plot twist you want to play. So now, yeah, it's going to get expensive because it's costing you a green. But also, you've got to keep in mind, if you can keep him on the field and keep healing him, not only is he a plus five attacker to if you're playing somebody that's, you know, pro registration, but he's, you know, swinging for five attack, most likely, most of his attacks. If I'm, if I'm doing swarm, but I'm not on team and I need this dude, I can, you know, you got cards like uh, Hunt Them Down that's that's going to be hitting pretty hard, you know, Superhero Registration Act. So you got some stuff, you know, even with tra- uh, Tranquilizer, you got some stuff that's saying, hey, I need to keep people around. Can Green Goblin get the job done for me? Yeah. That's, that's, that's definitely good. My issue with that is Masker is all, already sees heavy play, mm-hmm. and I actually I actually expect lethal to in, increase. Mm-hmm. So that makes it iffy in my mind. At the same time, if I'm playing him, I'm probably trying to protect him. So mm-hmm. uh, an opponent might have to commit like the main Multiple. character and Masker to make sure he takes me out. Yep. Which, that's actually a plus. So, mm-hmm. like I said, he, he's a – I definitely see uses for him. But I'm not like, ooh, I, man, look, I'm putting this in all my deck. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's a right. it's a useful card uh, depending on what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. And that's cool. You know, that's whatever. That, yeah. That's fine. Yeah. No, like I say, he's he a solid three drop. It's not like uh, uh, they just brought some trash. Like, no, dude, this is a solid three drop. You know, we ain't we ain't no no trash in a minute. So, like I said, uh, I like him. I like him. I think he'll be utilized well, especially in some mono decks. So, last but not least, we have another seven drop for pro registration, <clears throat> Ragnarok. Seven drop flight, nine eight two health. He has lethal and a superpower code name lightning, main phase blue, put four minus one minus one counters on an enemy supporting character. This dude a beast. And this format has absolutely no zero uh no lethal in it on any of the uh the characters that came in the Civil War box. So, yeah, your support characters might have lethal, you know, like Hybo or something, or Elsa, but it's few and far between without bad guys, you know, pumping it up. And this right here is just, it's just a solid, a solid seven drop. Yeah, that's as far as I can go. Um, in this format, I think he's much, much, much better than Solid. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Hello. However, I do see some some issues. Like for example, you won't get Herc off the field because because if he uses his superpower on Herc, he'll stun him. Right. And if he tries to attack Herc without using it, Herc will stun him. Right. Uh, but that's like like the, like the character. I don't see the problem. <laughs> like the comic. Uh, and also, he might he won't necessarily get past Wonder Man either. Mm-hmm. But um, he can attack most MCs just and just take them out. That's yep. cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, he can he can weaken one of your opponent's main attackers and then go after the MC instead. Uh, so there are uses for him. Uh, overall, like comparing them to seven drops, which, which is really what we're doing here. Right. Um, I mean, lethal is always good on a late game character. I actually think it's less good because at that point you're probably trying to finish the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's not, he's not doing anything against dark Phoenix. He's not doing anything against uh, Gilgamesh. He's not mm-hmm. doing anything against uh surfer. Well, now nah, he might be able to get surfer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, depending on the situation. Uh, he might be able to get Thing Twins if they don't play a green. So, I mean, he he's de- he's, he's decent. He's decent even in multiverse. Mm-hmm. Just not as good. <clears throat> it, it really depends on the situation. How, it depends, I think, on how you're going to maximize because having a couple of lethal characters on seven really puts you in a position where you can play a ton of lethal and just constantly, you know, play lethal throughout the game and constantly get rid of people's fields. You know what I'm saying? So I think having, having lethal on seven to me is definitely a bigger deal than, than it seems because well, the reason I, the reason I, I will say that's not really true for, because we've had Aries and nobody's playing him. Some people play, Ares, so, but it depends on the form. I mean, what I'm saying is, it's not – well, we both agree Aries is underplayed. Oh, for sure. But it's, the reason he's underplayed is because there's a lot of worthy competition. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to lethal throughout the rest of the drops, most of them aren't actually good. So, you know, I don't know. We, I, You would have to revisit it to see if that strategy actually will work. Right. No, I feel you. Yeah. But like I said, I like late game lethal because if the opportunity arises where you can take out, you know, um, Moreland, you can take out Gene Gray, you can take out Galactus, take it. <laughs> take it. For sure. Lethal For these sure. fools, man. Down goes Frank. you taking out Galactus, though, not that great. I don't know. Like I said, you get, get Chuck on some lethal. But again, that's that's Chuck swinging up for 27. Sure. You can get Chuck lethal. lethal. Plenty of ways to give lethal to Chuck. Mr. Sinister could give lethal to Chuck. You could play uh, uh, oh, the clock twist. I'm thinking we talking about No, I'm just saying lethal lethal in the late game is potent. So Ragnarok is definitely a strong contender if you're willing to team attack or do whatever just because he has lethal. You know, um, I think Hammer would be even stronger 
if they had a better six drop than the, the six drops they got. Because there's a gap there between five and seven that neither one of them six drops is filling. And I think that's one of the reasons why people don't play necessarily play Aries because they can't follow up. It, it's easier if you have a multi-health six drop that's also on team with a multi-health seven drop or a seven to eight. And that's what I've seen. I've seen people play Aries to Century, but not a six to seven. They don't have so, a multi-health six drop? No. They got... Um, they got Omega more than Osborne and Iron Man. Weapon Omega don't have two health, I don't think. He's got to get all those counters. Even if he did, he still burned. That my point. <laughs> That's my point. So I'm like, hey, uh, if they had a better six drop, that that would be uh, that would be awesome for them. So I think because they have solid six drops for um, pro registration with Wonder Man, that makes Ragnarok even more dangerous. So even if you had um, She-Hulk and she swings for eight because she's Berserker and he's swinging for seven, now you swing it up for 17. You know, it's up for 17. Because um, what is she swinging for eight? Yeah. Yeah, 17. So um, that's huge. That, that team attack is huge, especially for multi-health characters. You know, and then keep in mind, you got somebody like Zemo, who's also got the colors for Sentry. So now you're telling me my six drop is multi-health for pro registration. My seven drops are multi-health for pro registration. My eight drop is multi-health for pro registration. That right there is a solid late game combo on team. And Zemo is also on color. And uh, what's a face? Miss Marvel can be on color, too. So I really like the way that this is coming together for a lot of these uh, for these two teams, because it, there's a that feels more like there's more of a synergy there, you know, versus cool. these um, teams are definitely strong in their thing. That's for sure. Yeah, I'll take that back. You got Emma Frost. She got two health. I forgot about Emma Frost for Hammer. You got Emma Frost, Iron it, Patriot, it, it, and Weapon Omega. That you got about it. Yeah, yeah. So I like the other one better. But, but like I said, they, they have a gap here in six. But when you got some of these new teams, you don't have that gap. Pro and anti-registration don't have those gaps. They got some solid six drops that's going to do some damage. You know? Because even if you don't like Cable, Cable's still swinging for nine with range. And Hercules just barely stronger than him, swinging for 10 with Ferocious. You know? So I'm like, Shh. even if you don't like them, man, them, them stats is solid. Man, please, I see them in, in a draft. I'm snatching both of them fools up immediately. That's what I'm saying. So the gaps that we've had before on six, leading into seven, it, it, I think this, this type of stuff, having stronger... Um, some more solid late-game characters is going to lead towards more mono builds. Just like somebody new in the group was talking about they was playing with their kid, and they said they don't want to um, they don't want to buy the shield set just for a nullifier. Man, Unwavering Loyalty is in that set, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's some solid equipment that's in that set, too. Not just, uh, not just nullifier. You know, so... 
Um, I, I think they they sewing up a weakness that we've seen for a while now in the um, six drop spot. But like I said, Ragnarok is definitely definitely gonna see some play. Multi health with lethal in the with flight in the end game. Yeah, he a problem. And he hitting you with the uh, latent mutation, uh, walking latent mutation. I'm working. I'm, I'm with that. Yeah. Any additional thoughts? Nope. It is the 100th episode of the Team Apex for the Win podcast. So we do have uh, an announcement to make. First thing I would like to say is that um, when we first started this, what was it? About two and a half years ago? Yep. Um, <laughs> it was just a, a labor of love where it was just like, man, you know, we're starting to actually make some waves in the game now. We're, we're, we're pretty much competitive now when we play in tournaments uh and we do things in a different way so you know let's hey let's we like we talk about cars all the time why why not make it a podcast um and at the time team attack wasn't doing their podcast regularly anymore and we just felt like we had a different voice to offer so you know we you know two and a half years in we're in 100 episodes and, and it's just been a good ride, you know, just to sit back, talk about cars with your friends. Uh, that being said, um, the announcement is we are about to start a Patreon. And uh, I'll let Sale talk about that a little more. So uh, we, we're still in the doing a little bit of the logistics for it, but um Mainly because uh, we did get, you know, we did talk to the whole team and the team agreed to make some content. We did get positive feedback for the fantasy IPs, uh, positive feedback on the pro versus uh, anti-registration Civil War podcast. So uh, we were getting positive feedback because we got positive feedback from the community on subjects that were either... um, versus adjacent or not directly versus at all uh, we decided hey let's uh let's see what we can do with um you know podcast with uh on patreon with a little more content instead of waiting for cards to come out and review the cards because as of now we got plenty of people who are reviewing cards Bert's reviewing cards ben's reviewing cards tax reviewing cards you know, uh, Kiri and Cook is reviewing cards. So uh, because we are a six-man team, we logically can create, you know, enough content, especially because of the tournaments we've been in and um, the discussions we're used to having. So we figure, hey, we could, you know, open this up to Patreon, have some giveaways, stuff like that, depending on how it grows. So that will be up to the community, of course, to determine you know, how, how well the Patreon does. So um, we decided to go ahead and throw our hat into the ring with Patreon. Um, we do have a variety of content that's uh, lined up. But like I said, uh, more announcements for that as uh, as it follows. So keep listening and uh, keep, in, keep tuned in. So we'll be able to release more information about the Patreon as we go.
Yeah. Uh, one thing I do want to say about that uh, along those lines is uh, this isn't the first time we've talked about this. Uh, we, we discussed this, I don't know, maybe about a year ago, maybe a little longer. Uh, what kept us from doing it is the content. Um, we don't, we, what we want to do is bring you quality. Uh, if you decide to support us on Patreon, we want to make sure you feel fulfilled <laughs> as our patron. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to provide uh, a bunch of content. Uh, you're not going to feel as if, you, you know, you log in and like, okay, I'm, 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 I'm patronizing these guys and they aren't giving us regular material. No, you're going to get material. Uh, you know, most of our content to this point has been basically spoilers based. It's been a few different things here or there, but it's been mostly based on spoilers. Uh, none of that is going to change. Our regular content will remain constant and intact. Uh, what you're going to get with, uh, pay, as a supporter is just more, more, more. So, uh, for example, there are things that people have been asking us to do for so long, like regular tier lists, deck profiles, and we've never really engaged in those things on a consistent basis. Well, uh, you're going to get that as a patron. Uh, you're going to get in-depth discussions about cards, teams, uh, and things of that nature, as well as a little bit more. Uh, and some things that may not necessarily be directly uh, at versus. So uh, what we're going to do is we're going to be giving you more Team Apex, more members, and more information and more uh, in-depth things about what we believe about the game and other things. So uh, we look forward to uh, producing that for you guys, and we hope you'll support us. All right. So. Like I said, more information as it is, comes up. We know tomorrow we got more. Uh, wait a minute. We got spoilers tomorrow. We got spoilers next week. Should it be tomorrow? Oh, because the set comes out next week. Right. Okay. Okay, cool. So, yeah, we'll have uh, more spoilers uh, tomorrow. And uh, like I said, we'll just be looking forward to uh, getting everything up and running. We'll be keeping the community uh keeping you guys up to date so for now we'll go ahead and, and wrap up uh our 100th episode we'll keep it short but obviously uh some big things on the horizon this is your boy cell along with my co-host is Vern, and uh we'll see you guys in the collective later and thank you for all the support up to this point